Hey, welcome in to the podcast edition of Waiting in Remembrance, 2023 Advent devotionals written by the student ministry of Sugarland Baptist Church. If you'd like to read along with today's devotional, you can find a link to the PDF version in the description of this episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I really hope the next few minutes are helpful for you on your faith journey during this Advent season. Hello! Hello. I'm Ava. And I'm Scotty. We are in week four of Advent, and this week's theme is love. Today is December 29th. Today's devotional was written by Olivia Carlo, a junior at Logos Preparatory Academy. And today's scripture is 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. The Spirit of Christmas In the hustle and bustle of this holiday season, it's easy to get caught up in the materialistic aspects of Christmas. However, amidst all the festivities, it is important to remember the true meaning of this joyous occasion. The passage from 1 Corinthians 13, 4-13 beautifully encapsulates the essence of Christmas. Love. During this special time of year when we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, let us reflect on these words and strive to embody them in our lives. As we exchange gifts and gather around festive tables, may we remember that love should be at the center of all our actions. Christmas reminds us that God's greatest gift to humanity was His Son, Jesus Christ, a manifestation of His immense love for us. Just as God's love for us knows no bounds or conditions, so should our love for one another be unwavering. So, in the spirit of Christmas, let's apply this text to our lives. In this season, filled with joyous carols and twinkling lights adorning street corners, I challenge us to commit together to... Practice patience and kindness toward those around us during this time that often promotes weary impatience. Let go of envy and pride. Instead, let's focus on genuine celebration of others' successes and achievements. Honor one another by putting others' needs before our own desires. Remain slow to anger and quick to forgive. After all, forgiveness lies at the core of why God sent Jesus at Christmas. Rejoice in truthfulness and righteousness. Seek out opportunities to spread goodwill among friends and strangers alike. Remember, this sort of love protects. It shields us from harm and guides us towards righteousness. Have hope, for God's love is the never-failing foundation on which we build our lives.
Love is not fleeting emotion. It is an effort and commitment. Let us persevere in its pursuit. Just as Christ's love for us endures through all trials and tribulations, so should our love for one another. I just love how Olivia did such an amazing job by giving us like legitimate bullet points. Yeah. So she made it very applicable and easy for us to go out and do, to go and practice compassion and loving others. Sometimes interpreting scripture is as simple as taking what it says and then doing it. Yeah. Right. And so Olivia did a great job of saying, hey, this passage, we call this the love passage, right? And so often we read it as abstract, mm-hmm. like love is this abstract thing. And yeah. here, here's all these lovely things we can say about love, yeah. which is an abstract idea. Nope. And Olivia's like, hey, let's not make it abstract. Like, let's go freaking do it. Yeah. And I, I just love that. And then I love how she ends where she says, just as Christ's love endures trials and tribulations, so should our love for one another. Because love never fails is one of the things I love that this verse says. And yeah. so- how can our love for others endure all the hardship that comes in life? I, I love this. Mm-hmm. And I remember this quote that says, if it failed, it wasn't love. And I was ooh, like, ooh, dang. dang. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh man, like, oh, conviction. And I think what I really love about this scripture right here is I like to replace love with God. I like to replace that word yeah, with God. Yeah. And that right there is God's character. Yes. And it makes it so, it literally lays out God's character for us right there. Yes. That way we know, we know who our father is. We know the God that we serve. Yes. Well, we've spent most of the week saying God is love. Yeah. And if that's true, then this is, this is exactly what you're saying. It's a list of who God is. And Mm -hmm. again, we've also spent the whole week saying, let's emulate who God is in the way we love others and not emulate culture and not emulate romance movie, like stupid views of love, right? Let's let's emulate Mm -hmm. godly sacrificial love. So you're right. I mean, I think I might be biased. I think if a Christian is going to memorize scripture, which is important, Mm -hmm. this has got to be in your top five of like like what you need to have memorized in my opinion. Like Olivia didn't talk about this, but I want to go back to this in the verse because I think it's the part we overlook. I like that Paul associates this kind of love with maturity. Mm-hmm. So you and I, Ava, spent most of the fall studying Philippians together, mm-hmm. talking about how like our faith is a journey towards righteousness, a journey yeah. towards maturity, and how that journey will be complete when we get to heaven and, mm-hmm. and when we see Jesus and know Jesus personally. Yeah, That's what I think this verse is about, right? It says, when I was a child, I talked like a child, thought like a child, reasoned like a child. We're talking about immaturity, right? Yes. But then it says, but as I became an adult or as I became mm-hmm. mature, I put that way behind me. Yeah. And then this idea of like, this is confusing for some people, but I see a mirror, but then I'll see face to face. That is about Jesus. Yeah. It's like in this life, one, as I love, that is how I mature. Yeah. Two, as I mature in love, I will get to see Jesus more clearly. Mm-hmm. Even if it still feels like I'm just seeing a reflection. Yeah. But one day I get to see Jesus face to face and love will be made complete. I love this. Wow. This yeah. is a this is a powerful passage of scripture about how we walk towards maturity. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Olivia concludes her devotional with this. And I would encourage you before I read the practice that Olivia encourages to go ahead and go to the link in the description of this episode. 
Go to the PDF version of this devotional so that you can see these bullet points in front of you because what Olivia recommends is that you go through the bullet points above line by line and ask God to help you implement each in your daily living. Write down practical ways you can embody these objectives at work, at home, and with your friends. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you again tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye.